We are live, indirect, four-star process show, season finale, season three finale. We in the house before we get ready for the new season that starts uh second week in September. But nevertheless, the business at hand is tonight's show, season finale, season three. What's going on, good people? Hey, hey, hey. I would just like to point out on the season finale that this year, I actually, I do not think that y'all had to call and wake me up. I really don't think so. I made a vow to be yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Oh, no, 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 no. We didn't go no whole year now. Come on now, you you tripping? I don't believe it. I don't believe it. It may not have been recent, <laughs> but it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, let's clarify. In 2023, we hadn't made a call. Yeah, maybe yeah, I we don't believe. Sometime right, in 2022, right. fall, no. we made a call. <laughs> I say it's sometime around January, February, March. There's a call made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, nah, nah, okay. I'm gonna give you your credit, Celeste. I give you 2023. I don't remember no calls. I'm not. Okay. Well, maybe we can just, you know, cheers and celebrate that. Maybe y'all didn't have to give me as many wake up <laughs> calls because I'm gonna be. The only reason what made me think about that because y'all almost had to call and wake me up tonight because literally at like 8:20 I just woke up like paranoid, like oh my gosh, what time is it? But anyways, we here, as Brown said, we're going to wrap this thing up. Uh, got a few things on the docket uh, for tonight. You know, over the weekend, we enjoyed some of the uh, Olympic trials competitions in the track and field. We got Noah Lyle sparking controversy. Then we had Trey Lance going to the Cowboys and, you know, just wrapping up the preseason. Uh, so... We're going to get into a few things soon. So first of all, let's kind of talk about, uh, we're going we're gonna to build up, you know, because I know everybody probably wants to talk about this Trey Lance situation. But, you know, we're just going to hold you just for a little minute tonight. Let's talk about these Olympic trials that took place, you know, over the weekend in the tra- track and field. Shout out to the the men, um, you know, and the women in track. You know, we can go talk about track and then just, of course, I don't even at this point, I don't think we have anything left to say about um Simone Biles. I mean, my good sis. She just done run her eighth uh, all 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 around title, uh, ten years after she won her first one, and she set a record. Uh, but how y'all feel about this track and field? You know, that's one of the events that I look at uh, that I love to watch uh, during the the Olympics. I absolutely love to watch it. The thing about track and field is it just sneaks up on you because I just happen to be flipping through the channels like, oh, track and field's on, and then I'll tune in and see what's going on. And um, I saw Lyles, uh, I saw, when I started watching, they were still like getting to the finals. They still had like all the, 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 the races, they get you to the finals. And then I saw where he won it. And then he was talking about, he has two more, two more goals to win, which it was the 200 and the four by one. And um, he seemed like he was pretty, pretty focused and on the mission. I saw Shikari win her 100 goal. And um, she um, looked real focused, and, and and she's gonna be my closing, my final thought. But uh, but yeah, it's just good to see her uh, win, and then 
both the men and the women's teams won the relay. So yeah. Um, well, in the four by one hundred, I know the women in the four by four hundred got disqualified because of a bad. They they did the handoff outside of the uh, the lane, and a lot of people were uh, really coming down on them because this isn't the first time that they've had issues um, with their handoff. And so they were, of course, you know, saying, I I was, I watched track and field and I just know that, you know, you got to be the first one across the line. I don't really know too much about all the, the specifics when it gets into passing the baton, but I know a lot of people were saying that there's no excuse for that in the four by 400, I guess, because of the, the margin that you have to be able to, um, to pass the baton versus that they could kind of see it in the four by 100. But so a lot of people, of course, were disappointed. Uh, you know about them being disqualified on that uh, that rule violation, but uh, I'm looking the definitely four, looking. The four by four is is when they each run one time around. Okay, uh-huh. okay, gotcha. And the four by one is just one time. Uh huh. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, it's great for the U.S. You know, it seems like they've been in a drought. I didn't I didn't realize it had been that long since they had won. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Jamaica, Jamaica's been on top for a while. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, so they, they, good to see that, especially with Noah Lyles and, um, you know, and everything that he uh, has going, which actually was kind of interesting because I had talked about this documentary that's, or or I don't know if it's a docu- documentary or a docu-series. Uh, I can't remember. I think it's on Peacock or... I think it's on Peacock that I had talked about last week and I actually started watching it. It was actually pretty good. So then when to see them racing this weekend, I was kind of like, Oh, that was just, you know, right on time to see a lot that he put into training to, cause that's, Oh, that's his ultimate goal. Uh, is to be the fastest man uh, in the world and, 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 and to try to break those records. So to see his preparation in his first, you know, like I said, I don't know if it was a whole series or just one episode or what, but to begin to see, you know, what goes into his preparation and then to actually see him racing over the weekend was pretty good. So, you know, I still just definitely say, uh, you know, check it out. And so speaking of Noah Lyles, he sparked a lot of controversy. Uh, I haven't been able to find the full context of the interview because I think to me, context is important, uh, you know, because a lot of people on their pages, you know, they they take a, a snippet of something to get people, you know, to react. And a lot of times people are reacting and don't have context. And so all I know is he made a comment basically saying, you know, talking about how NBA players brag about them being world champions. And you know, is questioning them being world champions. Um, to be honest, I don't think that he's wrong, uh, you know, in his statement. But like I said, again, I don't know if somebody asked him something or he just gave this information. But, I mean, how do you all feel about his comment in saying that NBA champions, NBA players aren't world champions? When he when he says that comment, hear what he's saying, but it is still taking a shot at, like, they're not. I mean, the NBA is the best league in the world, basketball league in the world. So, you you win in the NBA, you have done something. You won, and um, I guess I guess the FIBA team that's playing that I put on our notes for tonight. Um, I guess they got to win 
the FIBA World Championship, then they can say they the world champs. I mean, I don't know where he was going with it, but I don't see I don't, I don't see what the problem is. They the world champs, the NBA or whatever. I just don't. But but the players clap back. KD, Dane. There was some people on Twitter that was like, uh, "Boy, what <laughs> you smoking?" Like, well, the thing is, I think it, in the NBA players, they don't when they get there. It's this is a, a the um, an American league. You're playing I mean, what, in America, huh? What about Tiba and uh, the Olympics and well, that, stuff? It's like, that, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah and that's why I say if you're competing, if you've been on the USA Olympic team and have won gold, then yes, you can say you are a world champion. But just in the context of just this small window of the NBA, as an NBA player, just because the um, um. Well, I forgot who won. The Denver Nuggets uh, won the championship this year does not make them a world champion. They're just the NBA champions and the NBA is a United States of America league. Do they have international players? Absolutely. But just because I saw in the group where somebody did try to make the argument and say there's international players on the team. Well, you're not competing against international teams. You know, this is, these are still American teams that happen to have international players. So just in on the surface, Noah wasn't wrong because as the as a, as an Olympic uh, competitor, you're competing against people across the world, and because and that's not just as we know track and field. That's any Olympic sport. Uh, yeah, but 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 but, but 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 every country don't send somebody. So did you really beat the world? I, got I mean, a if we wanted like, if we really want to just break it down, yeah, like, you did. did you really beat the world? Like. You did, yeah. It's yeah, oh, dear, but it's just because every country does. Go ahead, Brown. Is is this Noah guy black? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Come on, there ain't no white dudes on the. Uh, not that they can't run. Well, but, hey, that yeah, doesn't change my theory. Screw Noah, man. Let me tell you something. Hey, man. As long as I've been alive. The NBA champions have been called the NBA World Champions. Now, I don't know about recent years, but in the 80s, we called the Lakers the NBA World Champions. And I ain't changing face. Now, we might have changed. I have to do my research because I don't know if we call NBA teams World Champions these days, but in the 80s, they did. I got I got shirts. I got shirts to say world champions on there. Yeah, them Lakers, them Lakers in the eighties, them them shirts where they back to back, they didn't say that. But listen, it, it is a bit of arrogance. I, I, I see like, okay, they didn't I mean they won in the United States, but I don't think it's a big deal. I don't see why he had to even bring it up though. Like And that's just, why I said I need context. Was he asked? Like, come on. Like what, what you you just won gold. You don't you don't you you did you fulfilled your accomplishment. Why take a jab at something else? Like just enjoy the moment. Like come on. I don't think it's a jab if he was asked the question and he answered it. It's only a jab if he just randomly made this point in the interview, which goes back to my point in the beginning. A lot of times when we see these viral clips we do not have the context and it make it seems like a person just randomly was taking a shot at somebody when it was just like, no, in reality, they were answering a question that was asked, 
you know, of them. And so I just got to find the context of the entire question to really understand. But my stance is that we're going to all, of course, agree to disagree, which is fine. I stand with no allows them, unless you've been on the USA Olympic team, you ain't no NBA, you ain't no world champion. So that's me. Okay, so they play FIBA. The U.S. team is playing in the FIBA World Championship right now. They won this morning. They got a game on Wednesday. They've been destroying folks by 25. The team is not considered the greatest team ever assembled, but they've been destroying folks. If they somehow make it to the goal and win this championship, can they say they world champs? Because they playing everybody in the world. They, yeah, the USA team. They playing Greece. They playing Luca. Luca's playing for his country. Uh, Jokic's playing for his country. Uh, Giannis is playing for his country. Uh, Canada, all of them. So they can say they world champs. Yes. Okay. I just I don't know. Yes. It's just if you're playing in a competition where you are competing against the world, Craig, the world, then yes. But if you are not competing against the world. It's not a world championship. And whatever but, but, Brown talking about, probably with some made-up stuff that the Lakers just call themselves because they think that they the great, like Boston Celtics. But this ain't about basketball right now. So, you but, know, but, I'm not going to talk about basketball. Yeah, it is because Hey, I'm going to go back and do the research in the 85 and mm-hmm. the 80s. Your Boston Celtics might have called themselves world champions. I think them but, shirts they were champions in the eight. But but let's if 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 the if the top five players, let's say in the NBA right now, which you could make a claim are from other countries, Giannis, Jokic, Jokic, Luka, Embiid. I mean, they from they from other parts of the world. I mean, they play in an American league, uh huh. Yeah, America. Uh, so, Not a world league. <laughs> when they start but in then, the regular season, but then, but, but, then, but then players in the world can't play in this league. They ain't good enough. So if the national National Basketball Association chooses to change their structure and start competing against France and Spain and Brazil and all these other countries throughout the regular season, then yes, you can make it a world championship. But outside of the USA, but regardless, we just gonna say this because we ain't gonna be the dead horse and I'm just being whatever. I, 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 all in all, I don't really think it was that big of a deal to be, like I said, to be blown up like it has Enjoy your win. Enjoy your win and move on. Like, you, yes. you're the fastest I man agree. in the world. Move on. There's no need to even drink up the NBA. You, you, you do two different sports. I agree. Um, So now, getting into a little bit of football, you know, football is officially started over the weekend. We had uh, some co- well, college football, uh, of course. Uh, we had, excuse me, Notre Dame. Uh, to be honest, I guess that was just a a trip just to say uh, they went on a trip because I don't know what Indiana did. Not that anybody expected anything. Uh, we did have the hometown team Vanderbilt. No, they played Navy. They played Navy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Navy, Navy, Navy. I'm sorry. Next week will be the same thing for them. Yes, and because next week uh, Notre Dame has TSU. Uh, <laughs> And Notre, Dame, Notre Dame also has a player that's like maybe in his sixth year or two. So, I mean, 
they was talking about him. They was so funny. He played at Wake Forest, and uh, they were just talking about he's like the all-time leader in like touchdowns, fancy yards at Wake Forest. I mean, that quarterback, you yeah. that quarterback. Yeah, okay. yeah. Then he transfers to Notre Dame, and like uh-huh. they, they like at this he's stage of his career, what defense has he not seen? What coverage right. has he like? It, they were just kind of jabbing like he. He could claim social security. Like they was, they was on him today on uh, one of the shows I was watching. Cause, uh, cause, cause I think he was on that same uh, reality show, that that QB one with Justin Fields and Jay mm. Fong. Yeah, Sam Hartman is his name. I mean, that's, if that's who you're talking about, Sam mm-hmm. Hartman. He was on the same show as uh, Justin Fields and Jay Fong. Jay Fong. They all came out. I think they all came out together. So that shows you how lucky they played. Yeah, he he been in there a minute, but you know, good win for Notre Dame. I mean, hey, cost country. USC looked good. Um, that quarterback, um, Caleb Williams, he looks like the real deal. He does. He looks like the real deal. Um, yeah. I didn't watch any footage, but like I said, I do know the hometown team Vanderbilt. Um, they won as well. Uh, oh, they jacked my parlay too. Them and USC jacked my parlay. Man, I'm so mm, I don't know what I was thinking. You know what I was thinking, man. That's why, uh, you know, one minute you say take the under because teams ain't clicking. Then they click and go over and then Vanderbilt, you think they could beat Hawaii by 17 and they don't. They they struggle and pull it out, but still, just just annoyed. annoyed. Yeah, I, a lot of people were talking about uh, Vanderbilt's struggle, uh, you know, to win. Because uh, I think it's, of course, it's the SEC, I think, kind of mentality that when you're playing a, a level one-ish, you know, so to speak, kind of school, that as an SEC team, regardless, you're just supposed to go in and beat the brakes off of them. And I ain't mad at that expectation, uh, you know, so I can I can understand. I, I may not. I, I don't think I'm mad at that expectation, but um, I will say I don't know if I quite understand that expectation because uh, from all I know, early morning, Saturday, the little I got to watch before I got ready for this banquet, um, hey man, it looks to me like the odds was against Vanderbilt. All the betting odds seemed to be they were underdogs. They were negative seventeen, Brown. Yeah, but unless it changed, I thought uh, they were negative seventeen. It was a net. That's why I took it. And I said, surely they can beat them by seventeen. They can seventeen. Hawaii well, was plus seventeen. And last year they did. You know, uh, Kirk Herbstreit said they were gonna lose. Yeah, well. Well, yeah. well, it's definitely going to, to full effect uh, this weekend. I know uh, the Vols will be playing against Virginia over at Nissan Stadium. So I know it's going to be a sea of orange, probably starting around Thursday, anywhere that you go. Um, then you got uh, our our beloved MTSU Blue Raiders oh. heading oh, down blue. to Tuscaloosa. Go blue. Hey, so did Vanny really pay uh, at that school for that? Oh my gosh, no. So that was okay. a whole a hoax. And oh, okay. it was crazy because I think Thursday or Friday, 
I had asked my daddy um, if he was going to the Pearl Cone game. And he was talking about, no, nah, you know, because Friday was going to be hot because you had the Pearl Cone game and the Titans, uh, you know, last, uh, uh, preseason game. And so when I asked him, I just said, so do you know how, why is it that Vanderbilt is playing at, at Pearl Cone? And he said, what? He said, they're not playing at Pearl Cone. I'm like, daddy, I'm telling you, people in the media locally have been have been advertising it and saying it. I said, but nobody could understand it. So he ended up texting because he he has the um because he kind of used to help out over at Pearl Cone. So he keeps in contact with the uh with the football coach. So he texted him and asked him if Vanderbilt was playing at Pearl Cone, and he said no. He said it was a hoax. Now we don't know who started it, but no, they actually they did indeed play over at Vanderbilt. Uh so I don't know where that whole thing came from, but I'm telling you, local media had was taking it and running with it. I know. Crazy thing about it is, uh, the old white lady told me that at um at Kroger. She told me that she just out the blue just told me that. I'm like, what? Then I had to go look it up. I'm like, wow. Uh huh. Yeah, I saw it too. So yeah, somebody said it was a angry. Well, not an angry, but it was a Tennessee fan that started. So. Who knows? But yes, no. Their field is still under construction, but obviously, apparently, they were still able to host the game. So that's hilarious. No, they didn't, didn't. Yeah, that was definitely one story that got legs and and went to running all over the town. So, but no, they did not. Um. Now, I don't know if you all have had a chance to watch this documentary, Swamp Kings, but uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Damn them damn gators. Boy, I tell you, been cheating, been been killing, been doing all that kind of stuff for years. Well, we wasn't cheating, but they was, uh, you know, they, they was into a lot of trouble. I'm going to just say again, for me, when I watch these documentaries, it's just the nostalgia of being able to watch something that, like, you witnessed in real time, um, you know, and just to go back, you know, now and watch it. It was just great. It, they, they had a lot going on. I know a lot. I saw a lot of commentary about people were upset. Uh, I know Brandon Spikes was in the documentary. Uh, Ahmad Black, um, Brandon Jackson. Um, I'm trying to think who else was uh, in it, but I found it. Um, it was quite interesting because I would have liked to have Tebow, Tim Tebow, of course, was. Uh, in there as well i would have liked to uh major right uh was uh was featured uh carl john and carl johnson was speaker featured featured i would have liked to have seen um i was curious to know why the pouncy twins weren't a part of it uh percy, percy harvin, harvin. Yep. yeah was not you, you going there you going there celeste because i know i know why because i haven't watched oh because i haven't watched it yet but I have heard the commentary on it, and uh, old Mr. Slay was talking about it, and he said that it just wasn't, they didn't like peel back all the layers. Like it was like, is Cam Newton even in it? Like mm-hmm. Cam Newton was there, and he got yep. kicked off the team. Chris Leak, they act like it Chris Leak was some scrub when right. he was. Chris Leak was a was a highly touted player coming in there, right. and um, right. Dad like he didn't contribute to that first championship. 
Tebow didn't even play that much for the first championship. He came in like, at the end of the game and then pushed it over yeah, the goal yeah. line. Like, like, so, so. Well, I, I'll say I've to heard. that, I don't think that has anything. I don't think that's necessarily something that just came out in a documentary. Prior to this documentary, when Tebow stepped foot on campus, he was the god. And so prior yep. to this documentary, people have always tried to act like Chris Leak did not exist, um, you know. And so that 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 party is frustrating because I just gave my little random shout out on Twitter as I was watching. I was like, shout out to Chris Leak because people do like to act like that he did not exist. He was the starting quarterback in 2006 when they won, you the, know. The, the, the real ones know. And Cam Newton came out and said something about that too. Cam Newton had a little where he talked about like how they had like Chris Lee was a scrub or something. Chris Lee, he talked about the high school he went to and how he when he came out of high school, how highly touted he was and they tried to gloss over that like, come on now. Trust he, me, he, I I seen that firsthand. Yeah, when they saw our ass up Chris Lee. <laughs> so, yeah. I think that when you get into a lot of the now, in terms of Percy Harvin and the Pouncey twins, I don't What's remember them getting in trouble, so I don't understand why. Maybe they just felt like, you know, they just didn't want to be a part of it. But I think no, when you no. get into Cam and some of them other people, I think the thing is, we got, we we got like three documentaries on Aaron Hernandez already. Like, we've that's, seen that story told. That's um, the elephant in the room, but that's the elephant in the room. That's the elephant in the room. They didn't talk about that. And at all. You know, but here's the thing. You know, the Pouncey twins were real cool with him. They was like best friends. You know, they was still uh, communicate with him and when he was locked up in prison. Uh -huh. So I think the Pouncey, the Pouncey twins didn't want to be didn't want to be a part of it because of Aaron Hernandez. But that was mm -hmm. their boy. Probably thinking that they was gonna mention him and probably didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. I, I, uh -huh. and, 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 I, and I'll say this, I, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on over there, but they had them dudes. Yes. Man, listen. That, I'm team, still mad that they that didn't win it. I've got Joe Hayden with that. <laughs> yeah. Joe Hayden. But you know what? Through all of that, it was crazy that I re remembered that uh, that they had lost to Auburn two years in a row. Like Tim Tebow never beat Auburn uh, because, and that was just like something interesting. Uh, Auburn, I think both seasons may have given them they. No, I think the first season Auburn was a first loss. I think in 07 when T Tebow, I think it started then, and they lost to him in 08. But I can't remember if it was a first loss. But um, it was just good to see a lot of what was going on behind the scenes, the turmoil that they was kind of having, and they talked. They did talk about how it kind of created some locker room tension when the media began to act like Tebow was the team. You know, all the headlines was Tebow and the Florida Gators, or Tebow and this, and Tebow and that, or Tebow, 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 and how it really began to create a lot of conflict, you know, in the locker room, and they kind of really had to reel themselves in. Uh, so it was just, you know, like I said, good. To be honest, and I do agree, to really tell the story of that time period, you really got to get into get into a little bit more of a lot of the deeper, darker things that were going on. Uh, but I also just don't think we needed to, they probably could have did a whole episode talking about Aaron Hernandez, but I just don't necessarily think we needed another documentary talking about Aaron Hernandez. We know the story. Yeah, would it have been cool but, to hear but, about but, it? But, 
And he wasn't. He didn't kill the people at Florida. Like, come on. That was yeah. After, but he like, was getting in trouble at Florida, though. He didn't murder anybody there, but he was yeah. getting in trouble when he was there. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of dudes getting in trouble. That, I yeah. mean, they had a rap sheet. I mean, yes. it wasn't good. It wasn't good. I mean, there was some ballers, but them dudes was mm, questionable on character. Yeah. But they, but, but they step on that field and produce. So yeah, yeah. There was a lot of things overlooked. Urban Meyer wasn't no saint. You know, he probably turned other cheek just to get he the did. Dub. Yeah, he talked so, about it. But yeah, the, but he, so. did, I will say this: the reason why he talked about that was, I think, because. At the school, I think it was at the school that he was at prior to. Well, I don't know if it may have been at. I think it was Utah. somewhere he was at prior to Florida. When he at Utah? Yeah, somebody got in trouble. I think for whatever it was, it was a clear. I think it had to do with something domestic, some kind of domestic type situation with hitting a woman, and he had no choice but to kick that dude off the team. And he said, I think about maybe within a year later. Uh, the dude, I don't know if he committed suicide or he ended up getting killed. And so that they had always... Overdose. Yeah, it was an overdose, yeah. And so he, it, that always stuck with him and he felt like, you know, maybe he should have tried to work with him and just give him another chance. And so that was his rationale, whether people believe it or not, but that was his rationale on just not wanting to just kick players off the team when he got to Florida, when they got in trouble, because he felt like, you know, if you could try to work with them and give them another chance to try to get back on track, maybe they won't end up like this. So I, I can believe it. Uh, Cause I can imagine, uh, you know, in certain situations, you know, that you just feel like darn, cause it makes you kind of feel like you just completely turned your back on the person. So I don't know, but it was great. I definitely do think that they probably could have, given us a few they could have dived into some other things or gone a little bit deeper but all in all i enjoyed it and like i say i just like you know um you know seeing uh you know history uh from the behind the scenes uh did you, you know, did so. you did you how many how many like uh episodes are there i think it's four so you you've watched all four of them uh, okay I haven't. I haven't even. I haven't dived into it yet. I'm oh just, yeah! Once you get into yeah. it, you ain't even gonna be able to stop. So I'm gonna just say, make sure when you start watching it, and they probably about forty or so minutes each one. Are they on Netflix? Yeah. They're on Netflix. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So when you get into it, make sure when you get ready to watch the first episode, make sure you got time because I'm telling you, you ain't gonna wanna uh, stop because of how it just continues to tell the story and lead into. Uh, this will be the week to watch it because after next week, I don't, I don't, I don't got time for no series. After <laughs> next week, I don't got time for no, no series, nothing. So, gotcha. Okay. Yes, we'll get into it. Well, this past Friday, we had a mm. transaction to take place in the mm. NFL that has mm. sparked a whole mm. lot of conversation. Something Is else that- happened on Friday. Else what happened, happened on Friday? Friday Jerry Jones has said, you know what? I think we need a court third quarterback. And Jerry Jones had went out and got him a third quarterback in Trey Lance. Trey Lance was traded from the San Francisco 49ers to them Dallas Cowboys, I believe, for like a fourth round pick. Um, so I don't know. There's just a lot of conversations that you can have. One you know, the conversation can be, did San Francisco give up on him too early? Uh, B, the conversation is, is this, can this, does Dak have something to worry about? Uh, you yeah, know, so. all of that. 
<laughs> yeah, all of it. Yeah. But I don't know. Let, let's get into the, the where he's at now side of it. You know, does Dak have... Some, and today, apparently, it was reported that, of course, when Dak was doing these interviews, that apparently he, did, he wasn't even aware that this transaction was nope. even going to be taking place. Nope, nope, so, nope. And I don't think for that reason, that is why I do think that Dak has been put on notice. Listen, um, thank you, Celeste. You brought you 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 landed that plane well. Here's a couple of things to answer your question. Yes, San Francisco gave up on him. I mean, they gave up three first round for picks to get him. So yes, they gave up on him. Mm-hmm. And, and um. So yes. Now oh, I oh, listen oh, to Jerry. Oh, 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 whoa, whoa, gave up on him or gave up on him too early? That's the question. Gave up on him. Yeah, or gave up on him too early. Uh, I just, I think they gave up on him. Yeah, I disagree. I, it was too early. I disagree. It was too early. Yeah, they just gave up on him. Like he's what? This is his third year, right? Yeah. You know what I'm man, I, I, I was so. Uh, he was third screen though on the depth chart. Well, I, I, I just listened to Ryan. And um, Ryan's theory, he had a great theory. He said, man, hey, two wrongs don't make a right. Because you made a bad decision and passed up on uh, the Chicago quarterback. Uh, what's his name? Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Because you made a bad decision and passed up on him and passed up on these people and made these draft picks to get Trey Lance doesn't mean you have to stick with the program and keep him. You know, gone to get rid of him. That's what Ryan Clark said. Gone to get rid of him uh-huh. to rectify that bad decision you made three years ago. Absolutely, Brown. And, and, and you know, people are so stuck on their pride that they yeah. Yeah, typically right. will, 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 will hold on to that. Right. Yeah, they gave up on him. Um, the thing that the thing that, that I find funny, this is what I find funny, and I love it because it's dealing with the Dallas Cowgirls. That's what I'm gonna call them. The thing that I find funny is Jerry Jones when asked today, Jerry Jones, they asked Jerry Jones today if he um communicated to Dak or McCarthy that he was going to get Lance. And he said, no, I didn't communicate with them at all. And I'm like, oh, that's very telling. And when McCarthy and Dak have to answer questions about this dude that they didn't know nothing about, of course that's what they're going to go for. So my thing is this, like, I already can't stand Jerry Jones. I think um, him and Ursay go one and two for me. I oh, think my gosh. Ursay, I think Ursay has overtaken him as my least favorite owner in the NFL, <laughs> but by barely. But but the fact that Jones didn't 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 even think he had to talk to his head coach. I get that. I get Dak's a player, whatever. But you don't got to talk to your head coach about making a decision like that. Like, and you play for quote unquote America's team, not my team, but what they say America's team. And you know all the all that goes with that. You couldn't even talk to your coach about that. I just think that says a lot. And yes, I think Dak is on notice because, you know, his, he, he, he's counting a lot towards the cap next year. I think 65 million or something like that. Mm-hmm. So what's the, you know, if this year don't 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 work out right, and then he's probably looking for a contract extension, you know. So if things don't pan out right, hey, 
We and, what I, and what I find telling is, and I didn't look at the show today, so I don't know how them Cowboy fans on the show today, on Skip's show, talked about it. But before today, any other show, what's telling to me is you hadn't seen a Cowboy fan that didn't feel that this was uh, a shot at that and it was weird. weird oh, stuff. well, you better watch Undisputed. Yeah, yeah, maybe I need different. Because, uh, you know, uh, and you said this before. You said that he's one of the rational Cowboy fans. But Marcus Spears came out immediately, you know, Friday was like, hey, this is a very interesting thing. I mean, they're, like you said, most, and Marcus Spears said this, they are getting him so they ain't got to pay that man that extension. Mm-hmm. And as, you know, so they can have a way out. He said, "That's an interesting move." Cause, cause let Jerry tell it. He didn't want to pay Dak the first time. He says that all the time. He won't pay him. But let me say this. Let me say this. He had to. Let me say this. Now you gonna put a little more respect on Jerry Joe's name than oh Ursley now. Now Ursley ain't got no reason being how Ursley is. Let me tell you something. Jerry Jones, hey, now, 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 he a little better than Ursay because Jerry Jones has earned the right to do whatever he's doing up there in, uh, no, he has not. <laughs> in Cowboy Land. Listen, <laughs> so, listen, 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 um, didn't know that. Yes, Ursay got a ring with Peyton, but 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 Jones. Ursay was the coach. Yeah, no, he was the he was the owner at the time. Remember, oh, okay. he's the one that traded Peyton. He was a, he's okay. the owner. He, his daddy gave him the team. He just fell yeah, into yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if he knows it. But listen, um, but Jones, the re so <laughs> the thing that gets on my nerves with Jones is Jones wants all the. Like, one thing I will say about Jerry Jones, he does want to win. He does things to put his teams in position to win. So, I don't fault that for him. But, he ran off Bill Parcells. He ran off Jimmy Johnson. There's a whole lineage of people. Barry Switzer was a puppet. So, so Mike McCarthy's a puppet. The fact that he ain't got to talk to his coach about a decision like this, I'll guarantee you, uh, your boy, uh, uh, Kraft, wouldn't make Montana no decision without talking to 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 uh, Bill Belichick. I guarantee you that. No, oh, I'm not taking. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just saying. Taking up for Jerry Jones, I'll just say he got a little more respect than Ursay. But um, and Parcells and Parcells, he had the the famous quote: "How you expect me to make the meal if I can't get the ingredients and put all oh, the groceries to make the meal? Like, how you expect me to make the meal if I can't get the groceries?" So, and then he ran Jimmy Johnson off because he wanted all that credit. And Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson, Johnson was the worst thing coach. he ever did. Yeah. That man just walked away. That man walked away and lived his best life, riding on boats and chilling. <laughs> I love it. Side well, note. speaking of Cowboys fans and Brown, to your point, uh, <laughs> you were saying that you kind of think most of them are taking it pretty well and well or so much listen you got to go back and watch undisputed because god knows please do not ever 
I don't know why they gave Michael Irvin a platform. I just do not know. And the crazy thing is, this man kept saying, I ain't been on TV in a while, so I ain't been able to say whatever it was I want to say. The dude, like, went on, a, like, at least about a 10-minute rant. And then I think Keyshawn finally stepped in. Then Sherm started talking. And I think they probably was like a good 25 minutes into the segment before Skip finally said, wait a minute, it's my turn. Good for him. Yeah, I'm going to speak. But I was just like, but I'm going to say, according to uh, Michael Irvin doesn't think that this uh, is a threat to Dak because his whole thing is that their thing, in which I, in a way, I do agree. I do think that it is somewhat of a notice. Now, whether or not that means that they're not going to extend Dak and all of a sudden Trey Lance is going to be the starting quarterback, you don't know, because you do have Cooper Rush. And that was a point that Michael Irvin, you know, was, you know, kind of really making that, you know, he didn't really see it as a threat because, you know, you got Cooper Rush and Cooper Rush held the team down. Uh, and so if they was just like, if Trey Lance couldn't beat out, um, the backup in San Francisco, I can't think of his name. Um, um, his, his name done left me. But it was like if Trey Lance couldn't beat out the backup in San Francisco. Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, Blaine Gabbert. No, not Blaine Gabbert. Um, um, no, yeah, um, Sam Sam, Sam, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Yeah, Sam Darnold. That was like if he couldn't beat out Sam Darnold, there he's not going to be able to beat out Cooper Rush. But I still think all in all, there is an underlying message. And we know Jerry Jones, you know, is, is a calculated, you know, individual. Uh, there, There's there's a method to his madness that, you know, we may or may not understand. But it was definitely an, an interesting move. And I was just like, Lord have mercy. Why did this have to happen the weekend before the new Undisputed, uh, you know, took place? Because I knew that's what they was going to be talking about for at least the first 30 minutes. And... I and was pretty did. much. Yeah. Here's what I see. Here's what I they see did. out of this new undisputed, you know, and how they cowboy clan over there. I think it's going to make it very interesting where it's like a, you know, you never really saw before where it was a, um, uh, airway ESPN against undisputed, like straight out. But hey, you're going to see, you're going to see Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sark taking shots over there, them dudes regularly. Because they both of them are the same team, you know. Both of them hate Cowboys. And it's going to be interesting because their time is going to be similar to – yeah, so you're gonna be, they're going to be competing. I will say this um, about um, that new lineup. I will say the intro is better than the first intro. Uh, Lil, Wayne, Lil Wayne laid it down on that intro. I will say that. Well, I'm never going to go against Wayne, but I will say this. I noticed that in the old intro, at least uh, he said Skip and Shannon get it popping. When this intro, only person he mentioned is Skip. He didn't say nothing, but he didn't mention nobody else's name. So I was like, well, hell, at least in the old intro, you knew Shannon was on the show. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I, I do like it. I, I do like it. I'm not never going against Wayne, though. though so. I haven't dissected it like that, Celeste. You, you just say I need to listen to it again. Yes, listen to it again. Yeah. It's good, but all I can say is at least he, he said Skip and Shannon get it popping. Oh, side yeah. note, side note, side note. This is very important. Coco Golf just finished off that girl. She lost the first set, but won the last two. To, to oh, end okay. it. I was a little worried about Coco. Is this the U.S. Open? Yes, Coco. I was a little worried about Coco, but Coco yeah. pulled it out and she oh, won. Oh, Coco. 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 
Yeah, I was I was watching that. I'm watching that on the side as we do the show. So I had uh-huh. to make I, I was I was dialed in. I've never been I can't say I've ever been locked into a first round match of the US Open. So I was locked in today. And uh she lost that first set and I was like, oh my goodness, she about to go down again. But she she pulled it together. Good. Well, shouts out to, to Coco. We, you know, we just trying to latch on to somebody, you know, that we can root for. But I'll say this to wrap up the discussion about this new Undisputed Live, but unless anybody else has something to say. It was funny because I was watching this. I was like, Darren, this is a four-person panel. Because I'm like, it, well, first I was wondering Michael Irvin was going to be full time. And so I'm like, Darren, this is a four-member panel. This is going to be crazy. And then seeing it today, like, I know they're going to have to find a balance on you know, debating because like I said, I'm telling you, I don't think Skip said nothing. And so one hand, I was kind of like, okay, the less that we hear of Skip, the better, you know, this might could be. But I'm telling you, I just don't think that I can listen to Michael Irvin rant I feel, I feel like about Richard the Cowboys Sherman. for the next 16, 17 weeks. Like, I just, I just, I just don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. Man, it's going to be insufferable. I will say, I felt like Richard Sherman was trying to fight to get get some words. Yes. When, I thought, when I saw the first, I didn't watch the whole show because I had to leave, but I watched the first, like, seg, couple of segments and, like, Skip was talking, Shannon was talking, uh, 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 Michael was talking, and then uh, Keyshawn would chime in, and then Richard was like, didn't know when he was supposed to talk. So they're gonna have to, they yeah. gonna have to figure that out. They're yeah. gonna figure that out. Because I, I want to hear from Darren, Richard. I hope we don't be looking like this on Monday nights, you know. <laughs> I want to hear from Richard. I want to yes. hear from Richard. I want to hear from Michael Irvin. Yes, I already know. Rich Sherm is, I like him, you know, as a, I like him as a commentator, uh, you know, anyway. So I do think, I know that I'll definitely be able to connect with him. And I even like Keyshawn when he was on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Uh, so I know that for sure, Keyshawn and J. Will will be able to balance it out and, and, and you know, make it, um, make it make sense. So especially by Keyshawn being a Lakers fan. So, you know, come basketball season. Him oh, and Skip going to be... Uh... They talked about that today, too. Yes. They went there today, and, like, Skip was on his... Gosh, just ridiculous, but whatever. Yes. I think he goes overboard with the LeBron slander. LeBron's not my favorite player, but he goes out of his way to, like, try to make... It's just like, why? It's just like, why? It's on my nerves. on my nerves. So now, to wrap up, before we get ready to, you know, just to kind of we wrap it up for tonight, you know, and get ready to head into our break. So going into the the this uh, NFL season, one of the questions that I did want to pose, and we can kind of tie this into making our overall, you know, predictions of maybe that team that you may feel like is gonna, you know, be better than perhaps what what may be expected. But one of the interesting, you know, thoughts that I had that I wanted to pose to you guys, um, who do you think has more to prove, Lamar or Deshaun? I'm going to say my answer is Deshaun because they gave that man $250 million guaranteed. Uh, but I think you can make a case, you know, for Lamar. But I'm going to say for me, um, I feel like Deshaun, in this situation, I think Deshaun has a little bit more to prove, uh, you know, than than Lamar. So I don't know how y'all feel about that. I 100% agree with you. Um, I, I say, but I say Deshaun because of all that he's gone through, and he didn't. He came back last year and didn't really fare too well. Um, 
And so going into this year, I think, you know, yeah, because Lamar, Lamar got an MVP. Lamar um, is taking his team to fuck. Like, Lamar, I mean, yeah, it would be a disappointment if they don't win that division for the Ravens, who I will pick to win, who I think I'm picking to win the division when we do our division winners. Um, so, but yes, I, I think Deshaun has more to prove. Um, but he's, he's got a nice team, so we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Your boy Harold drafted Deshaun in our draft yesterday as his quarterback. So he's a believer. I wouldn't be mad at that. Uh-huh. I think this year, I don't know if, I, I don't think I maybe, maybe we, I'm going to have to revisit this. Like that team that I feel like is going to be like per se the sleeper team. I don't know, maybe after the, 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 this going into when we get, because when we come back, It'll be week the one. Week yeah. one would have taken place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna have to put a little bit of thought. I'm gonna just. I mean, obviously, I'm gonna always be rooting uh, for my Titans. I will say, I'm still a little. Uh, I think the iffy part for me and my Titans is this offensive line. I think in the preseason game one, in the first couple of series they played, they did a good job of uh, being able to protect Malik Willis. Uh, but you know, you're not playing against a bunch of starters. I don't think they were playing against any starters, uh, if oh. I'm not mistaken. But, but, uh, but so, so you don't take anything from the Titans beating the Patriots last week? You, don't, you ain't beating your chest in or nothing like that? No, no, no. no okay. I just yeah. you ain't mentioned it. I'm I happy, I'll know. say I'm happy for Malik because I think that he did play better in the game against the Patriots than he did the week before against the Vikings. Um, and I think all in all, for me, when it comes to this preseason, I'm just happy that Malik got a chance to show, you know, that he's been in the lab. You know, he's made some improvements. And, you know, he, he deserves a shot to be on somebody's, you know, roster, uh, you know, as a backup. And I think for me, and that was all my point was, you know, last year, I mean, this man was just thrown into the fire. He was never, you know, com- even though we do know that initially he was kind of, it was projected that he could go earlier than what he went. But, you know, obviously when people do their research, it's just kind of like, oh, you know, I don't know, because we know that that style of play that uh, Malik is, it doesn't necessarily always translate well, uh, you know, to uh, when you get uh, to the NFL, and especially by being more, uh, you know, them trying to make them be these pocket passers and then being able to be, uh, you know, mobile enough. uh, Because... Most people, which and I, and I don't agree with this, I agree with you. But I don't agree with this, but the most people I've heard, especially Buck, he said it over and over again. Even though they won these last two preseason preseason games, shoot, Buck has been adamant that priest that Malik has sucked, and all he could do was run the ball and he couldn't pass the ball, and he's on the hot seat because he hadn't shown any improvement passing. Really, you say that? And I like buckets. Over and over again. Huh? I see. I felt the Vikings game was a good game. Buck said Malik was horrible in the Vikings game. Okay, you know we can. You can have your opinions. I do feel like Malik is a lot better this year than he was last year. I mean, come on. Like sometimes you can be too critical. <laughs> Like, well, the reason why Buck said that is because, you know, he does the, the podcast with Greg Cosell, 
and I think they pointed out that some of his he he missed some op- he missed some open guys that he should have uh, you know through. So it was almost kind of like he had regressed in that game to where he just went for the run instead of being able to stay in there and try to handle the pressure. And so based on Greg Cosell's analysis, he was saying that he missed, you know, uh, his decision-making was just a little off in that game, and he missed some guys that were open to where I think that had he stood in there and kind of been able to solve the – went through his progression, he would have been able to make the pass, whereas – and so that was the reason I think more so probably for Buck's take because, like I said, I heard a little bit – he kept playing little excerpts of the interview with Greg Cosell, his podcast with Greg Cosell. And that's the only reason that I can think that he would have, uh, you know, I made that statement. I wouldn't take any, if I was y'all, I wouldn't take any uh, pride <laughs> in what you did to the Pacers because we suck. Yeah, that was, that was terrible. That was, they ain't do nothing out there. That was tripping. Man, <laughs> it was uh, seven, six, right before halftime. And Doug Coden, I was like, well, we're going to get a stop right here. And they just let Malik pass that ball and scramble and scramble and scramble and touchdown. Tights. I, I, <laughs> I, I saw from the pages was an interception. I do have a question for the group, though. I do have a question. Um, raise your hand. I guess it's a statement. Raise your hand if your team went undefeated in the preseason. Can anybody raise their hand other than me? Can no, anybody raise their hand? We're not doing this. Why pay the first train the whole time? No, let him raise his hand. Let him keep his hand up. It's going to turn around. And who ended the Did anybody's team in the Baltimore Ravens preseason win streak at 24 games? Can you raise your hand if your team did that? I'm raising my hand. And lastly, I'm going to say this right here. When we talking about division winners and teams that's going to be on the rise, people think my Washington football team this is going to be a pushover this year. And I'm t- here to tell you, we ain't going, okay? They probably got us fourth to, fourth to win the division. Okay, whatever. But them Cowboys, the Eagles. Who is our huh? quarterback? Who is your quarterback? Sam Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Whoever. Sam, who's, your, Sam. Who, who's your running back? We got two. We got uh, Brian Robinson and we got uh, the other kid. I can't think of his name right now. We got Terry McLaurin at receiver, Jahan Dotson. What? 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 Your quarterback. Your quarterback and your running back. We got a decent. We got a decent. Um, decent defense. Look, look here, man. I'm just telling you, we not. We ain't going. I'm not saying we going to the Super Bowl. You banking on that quarterback, though? We, Are you really banking on that quarterback? Are you really banking on that quarterback? I'm just saying we gonna be better than people think. That's all I'm saying. We gonna be better. Them Giants better look at them. Cowboys better look at and them Eagles. We ain't going. So 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 that's all I'm saying. We we are not gonna be the doormats of the NFC. And if we are. Then we just gonna get in the uh, sweepstakes for uh, your boy USC. We just gonna get in with sweepstakes. I spoke it into existence about my Spurs getting win by Yamba. Now nah, you ain't looking at twice. You ain't looking at twice. Let let us suck that bad, and then we in the sweepstakes to get your boy at USC. I think dude is the real deal. But that's all I'm saying about that. 
we not, we ain't going. The Washington football team ain't going. That's all I got. Y'all, y'all remember this day. Remember this day, him saying We it. ain't going. Fourth place. Remember. <laughs> what your Falcons going to do? Who Who is happy about their team going to do? What your Falcons going to do? What the Titans going to do? What the Patriots going to do? Win the division. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, good. You get that on record. Get that on tape. He said the Falcons going to win the division. Get that on tape, Celeste. <laughs> what the Titans going to do? Which one more believable? Are they going to win the division? Are the going to win the division? I need to know. Just to know. I mean, I'm going to say they are, but I do feel like the the, the these Jags, they, I, I can see the Jags being our, you know, our toughest competition because obviously they won the Jags and ended up winning last year. And the Jags are, uh, they're a damn good team. I would say. If anybody, yeah. Yeah. I would say as far as the AFC South uh, opponent, the Jags is probably who scares me the most. Uh, but, you know, I'm right with my Titans and our defense. And I feel like that the offensive line by about maybe week four or five, I hope it don't take them too long to kind of really just get in sync and in, in real time, uh, you know, play. Uh, but I think that, um, I think we got, you know, some potential. I know our defense is going to do its job. We got some receivers, you know, and I think Ryan Tannehill is, you know, a decent, you know, quarterback. My main concern is the O-line, but I definitely think them Jags, they're on a mission and, and probably as far as our uh, rival, comp in you know, in-conference competition, the Jags is probably definitely who scares me, uh, you know, the most. Well, y'all well, might not have y'all division winners, but Moses does, okay? The <laughs> Buffalo Bills, I got them coming out in the, the AFC East. I got the Ravens winning their division. I got Kansas City winning their division. And then who am I forgetting? Oh, um, the, okay, you got the AFC North, the AFC East. Oh, so I got the AFC East with the with the Bills. The AFC North, I got the Ravens. The AFC South, oh, I got the Jags. I got the Jags on the division. And the AFC West, I got the Chiefs. Okay, that's AFC. NFC, I got the NFC, um, the East, I think the Eagles gonna come out of there. The Eagles, they just too good. So I you know I can call I can call it like I see it. Uh, I think the New Orleans Saints are going to the NFC South. Stop um, it, stop but, 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 stop but, but Atlanta, but but I will stop say this. No, 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 hold on, Jamel. Hold who, on. Who do they have? Who do they have? They got they got they got a good team, man. They got they got a good team. They got a good defense mm. and they got some skilled players on offense. I will say this about your Atlanta Falcons. They going they ain't gonna be no easy out either. I, I can see them finishing second in the division. That's all I'm gonna say. I give them second. I don't know about first. I give them second. They gonna be they gonna be tough. I got faith in the Atlanta Falcons. I got the Detroit Lions winning the, the AFC North, and I got the San Francisco nine San Francisco 49ers win the West. So West, North, Detroit Lions. I got the uh, Eagles, and then I got the uh, New Orleans Saints. There you go. That's all I got for now. After that, we'll see. And that's all I got. Listen, I may be drinking a Kool-Aid, but I think the Packers might win that division. I might be drinking Jordan Love Kool-Aid right now, because everybody else is drinking. I'm not drinking the Jordan Love Kool-Aid right now. I'm not. 
But I didn't see Aaron Rodgers throw a pass to Garrett Wilson um, this preseason that was, woo. Garrett Wilson might have a great year. That's all I'm going to say. But anyway, it's preseason. So I'm going to leave it at that. Well, on that note, we are going to call it a wrap. Oh, she's frozen. Yeah, we're going to wrap this thing up. Since she's frozen, I guess she don't want to give her final thought. Um, back? Okay, she's back. Huh? You back. You was frozen, but you back. Oh, yeah. So by the time, uh, you know, we get back, the NFL will definitely be in full effect. Um, And so, of course, you know, we can't leave you all without our final thoughts and um one, I have two. One, uh, you know, just reiterating uh, my thoughts on um, Simone Biles. And, you know, the girl is just, she's just awesome. I'm glad, you know, the time that she took away. I think it was, what, the Tokyo Olympic when she kind of ended up leaving a little Two years. Two yes. years. And, um, you know, getting herself together. And she's come back. My girl then got married. And, like, you know, she just, it was just, and I can imagine being, you know, under the pressures of that, it being a lot. So, shouts out to her, you know, for being on her, you know, uh, comeback. Uh, and, and I know she's going to do good things. And then also, you know, to just shouts out, uh, you know, to Shikari Richardson. You can tell, you know, that she's done some soul searching, as we've already talked about, uh, you know, last week. But, you know, just shouts out to her. I just, I just like to see you know uh you know redemption stories my girl is focused and so between the gymnastics and track and field i'm definitely looking forward to these upcoming olympics in paris and now my other my final other final thought is non-sports related now i don't know if y'all remember the whole fire festival thing with billy mcfarland this man done sold these people all these this whole festival and then people had done got over there to this caribbean (laughs) island and they were staying in tents and eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and ham and cheese. Cheese crackers. sandwich, cheese sandwiches. <laughs> well, and he, my man, he ended up serving time, and uh, I think I don't know. If, well, yeah, and he he's supposed to be paying some kind of restitution, but uh, my boy said, "Run but, it back." Uh, my boy's back. Billy is back. Said, and, Run it uh, back. Yeah, Billy is back, and he's announced another festival. Now, the kid, the kill is the festival right now is not even supposed to take place until December of 2024. This man has he's already opened up, you know, I guess tickets, some kind of packages or whatever, ranging from five hundred to eight thousand dollars, and they have already sold out. Now, you know, the old folks say, first time shame on you, second time shame on me." Um. I will say this, that Billy wouldn't be getting my money, but I think as a part of, you know, everything that he did and got in trouble, I do think, I just don't see him messing this up this time around. Like, I'm going to have to see a successful fire festival before, you know, Billy could get my money. But it's just crazy when you look at, you know, situations like this and how poorly it ended the first time around, how he scammed them people out of their darn money. And like people are willing to pay again, huh? What artist art is gonna be a fool to perform that? That was the question. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. Who knows? Like you done sit up here and pay. You done already prepaid this money for like the, this block of tickets that he's already opened up, and you don't know who's gonna perform. You don't know where it's gonna be. 
you know, which is crazy. But they're saying that, like, in the Caribbean, they have, I think he's viewed as, like, a fugitive or something uh, because of what happened, you know, because it was, I don't know, whichever one of them Caribbean's island, the last festival was supposed to take place on. And so, you know, he owed him some money. And so I read that supposedly he's reviewed as a fugitive and like, so he can't even really go to the Caribbean, but yet and still he's selling this like it's supposed to be in the Caribbean. So, you, you know, I one. don't know. You forgot one major, you forgot one major detail of that, of the first one. Ja Rule. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ja Rule was a part of the first one, but somehow Ja Rule was able to backpedal his way. Right, and, right. And, 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 you know, and he didn't get in trouble like I, and I honestly never thought that Ja Rule like really knew I think what all was you know going on and the thing with Billy he just got in you know over his head and instead of giving the people their money back and so I think right now the money that he sold he's just done that to be able to to be able to go out and probably to try to get a reputable company like a live nation or something like that to be able to back it just to be able to show that like hey look I still got people, you know, interested in this. Uh, so, but again, with so many eyes on him this time around, I just don't see him scamming people, uh, you know, out of their money. I do think that if he can get a reputable, uh, like, company, promotion company behind him, I have no doubt. And I think with what he's done, I think he's probably done enough to be able to try to get somebody. But I'm like you, Jamel. My thing is still going to be, who are these artists that's going to perform? And like right now, what reputable artists are you going to get that's going to be a draw so that now you can be able to end up selling, you know, more tickets, uh, you know, so I don't know. But that just kind of tickled me when that news that came out about Billy Farland uh, putting on Fire Festival 2. Uh, so we'll kind of be, of course, I'll be keeping watch to the mess because I like mess and we'll see how this all plays out. Moses, what you got? Oh, that was a long final thought. Goodness gracious. Listen, based I'm off like Michael said, Urban. I ain't been on TV in a while. Yeah, but based off what you said, though, some people in this world just have what you call the gift of gab. They can make anything sound good. They can persuade people to do anything. And it sounds like that's what this young man that you're talking about, that I know nothing about, has done. Again, it's a documentary about it. Yeah, you gotta watch it. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of some, you know, a lot of things don't go over my head, but that one went over my head. But we have a, uh, we have somebody running for president that has a gift of gab. That no matter what he does, he, he, he people just follow like, yes. like David Koresh had the same skills. We all know who that is. Just it's certain people that they can say anything no what, and yeah. people gonna do it. So anyway, that was my final thought, but I just I thought about that when you were saying your final thought. My final thought you stole a little bit was Shakari Richardson. Like you, Celeste, I love a good redemption story and I love the fact that old girl had some adversity a couple of years ago and she come back swinging, come back stronger, better than ever, and dominated. I love to see a redemption story, especially when it involves us doing it. So, shouts out to Shikari, and I'm proud of you, girl. Keep, keep, keep on fighting. And then, lastly, man, I, I hate to bring this up, but I got to. I, I got to because 
here we are going into well, week zero was last year, so last week. So we got week one of the college football season, and I ain't heard nothing from Jamel about these Georgia Bulldogs. Now I heard nothing. I heard nothing. I don't know about a three P. I don't know about the quarterback. I ain't heard nothing from my man about his Georgia Bulldogs. I'm thinking, is he a little bit shaky? Like, is he what apprehensive about the team? I heard nothing about him. What what's what's going on with these dogs, man? Are they gonna three peak? What they gonna win the SEC? E, I just ain't heard nothing. I just ain't heard nothing. Oh, and, and, and lastly, before you talk, because you next. Listen, oh, no, 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 I can't. I can't let you go. Listen, okay. listen. When you're so used to winning, you ain't gotta go out big chips all the time every day. When you so when you so used to winning, like back to back and stuff. You know it's gonna be a three P, man. It's coming. Three P, easy too. Why? Easy. Why? Easy. Why? I just Why? needed. I just Why? needed to hear. I just needed. I needed it on record. Why? Oh, Why? and this just Why? came to mind, Mister T, man. This just came to mind. Thank you man, so much. Bad idea. Man, it was a bad you. idea to take a break next week. Well, <laughs> no, it's a good idea, but because we ain't got to hear from. Him. But um, they ain't playing nobody but UT Martin anyway, so he can't really just say nothing. I mean, UT Martin. But listen, mm. um, um, thank you, Mr. T, man, for uh, giving us tea to sponsor our scholarship banquet that happened this past week. We were able to award three. MTNA was able to award three scholarships to three incoming freshmen MTSU. And Mr. T, man, uh, donated some fruit tea to our cause, and we appreciate it. I think I mixed all four of them together. I know we were supposed to just get one, but I think I put all four of them together and just drank it all. So anyway, thank you, sir. And uh, I think that's all I got. Yeah, well, since you brought that up, you know, I mean, I want to make sure, I want to make sure Celeste knows that I understood the assignment. I understood the assignment and I went over there to get four of the same teas. And Jamel said he's had such a busy week and he spent last weekend hanging out with Messi that he didn't have time and he gonna give me one of each. <laughs> Fortunately, no. I, I, I didn't go in there to get four different things. <laughs> you was down there with Messi, Jamel, and then holler at me? Nah, he was down there with Messi, man. He was with his wife. You remember, he was with his wife. They oh, got oh, okay. the hotel and stuff. But okay, still, okay, 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 gotcha. That was all compliments. Of the messy overflow that he got the presidential oh, yeah. suite. Oh, oh yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Okay, that makes Thank sense. You, Thank you, Messi. Thank you, Messi. <laughs> hey, uh, my final thoughts. Hey, I'm just gonna say, hey, happy to have a good crew. It's been a good three years. Uh, you know, two years, two years really strong because you know, the first year I think it was just me and Jamel and uh, Lyron until I gave him the boot. But. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 might, he might feel shame. See, I didn't mean to say this. I had to get my get my commentary right. But anyway, <laughs> been a good, been a, been a good, I'm gonna get heat for that right there. But been a good, been a good uh, two years, man. Been a good two years. Good stuff. Looking forward to four. Hey, we made a lot of advancements, people. We got gear. Hey, go support. Hit some of that gear. It's top of the page. You can't miss it when you go to the page. The link for it. Get some STP gear. Wear that stuff out. We out here. We out here doing things, you know. Moses was live at the Mustard game. I gave some footage. 
out there that heat Friday. It was boy, it was 105 degrees. Woo, it was hot. Man, it was hot. So let's so let's send us a text talking about uh y'all have fun. We it was yeah. talking about y'all have fun or y'all enjoy it. Yeah, I had the opportunity to go. I wasn't fooling with that heat. We were enjoying ourselves in them stands, and then Brady said he wanted to go down the stand and then come back up. I told him, yeah. let me tell you something, son. If we go down them stairs, <laughs> we, ain't we, coming back up. we ain't coming back up. So that's what we did. We went down them stairs and I went straight to the parking lot. Joyful time, joyful time though. Boy had a grand, grand person in that bell game. Well, good. Jamel, take us out. Well. And don't well, come talk about all, no Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, see, see, see. First of all, I was asking y'all see the. Uh, did we talk about the bitch the second month? Uh, no. Documentary. I saw that. Is that a real thing? So, the uh, who? The who? The bishop. The bishop. Uh, bishop Sycamore. Well, they named the fake school. Man, what? Look, gotta watch it. I gotta finish it tonight, man. That coach boy, he's gonna piss y'all off. Oh my god, this dude said. You know, I ain't I ain't a con man. I'm coming. I'm a con man ish. I like. Oh Lord, have mercy. <laughs> he called us a con man ish. And then it went. I ain't gonna tell the whole thing, but this one he was like, so they told me I could get the hotel. I could pay in the sixty day. Oh, he said thirty days, six day, ninety day. He said, why wouldn't I take a ninety day? He said, I ain't got it, but why wouldn't I take a ninety day? It's free credit. I like. Oh my God. <laughs> I oh, saw wow. that you had shared that, and I thought it was like just a joke. I didn't realize that it was it's a real documentary. I think it's on HBO Max. Okay, he's gonna, oh my God. he's gonna piss y'all off. Yeah, yeah, please let me know y'all watch. I mean, he's gonna piss y'all off. He's such a he, he's a jerk. He's a jerk. A man, how he did those kids, man. Dude, he's the, he's one of the biggest finesse guys. You gonna see? He, yeah. Just watch that. But also, Moses, since you brought it up, three peak, baby. College football is here. College football is finally here. Three peak, baby. Yes. And I've been, getting, I've, been, I've been getting a lot of flags on Facebook today. I don't give a damn. I'm going to always say MTS is going to win every game. Even if we ain't going to win. <laughs> we got to beat Baker by seven. <laughs> hey. I ain't they going pulled that out far. the upset against Miami oh. last year. I ain't never been. That's why in the gambling. That's why I don't gamble because I never bet against my team. Well, it sounds like that Bishop Sycamore person sound like the dude Celeste was talking about. They, they can just they can just finesse anything. They can make you yeah. do whatever. Sound, you sound like I'm hearing about Bishop Sycamore. Probably was that right before COVID. Yep. Listen, yeah. man. They had a whole thing about how they how they finesse well ESPN. Uh huh. <laughs> Y'all so like these see. players that these guys that weren't even eligible to even be playing uh football. He was like flying, yeah, he was them out. yeah, he was flying them out and everything. Uh, flying uh, them out class and all that. I can't believe you Brown, do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I Moses. remember hearing about the school, but I don't know about the controversy. Yeah. Oh, they okay. Have, oh yeah, it, yeah it, Jamel you know, mentioned it several times. Jamel yeah. mentioned it over and over again when it was going down. It is mm. bad. It is, it's going to piss y'all off. A lot of people was getting their jokes off about Bishop Sycamore. Yeah. Oh, 
Yeah. All right, good people. Hey, we'll see you. Y'all have a good Labor Day. And we'll, we'll see y'all in two weeks. Football time. We're going to be ready yeah. for some football. Yeah. We get back. Yeah, good All right. We even went over tonight. We had so much stuff we even went over. All right, y'all. Yes. Peace. Peace. All right. Happy Labor Day. All right.